Hello, Electoral College Abolishers, and welcome back to Rosé Till Christmas Day, a show where we uncork a bottle and settle back to enjoy some cheesy holiday favorites to drown out the hellscape that is the aftermath of the U.S. election. I am your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your lucky Canadian host, Emma. (laughs) I'm not that lucky. I'm in Alberta. Yeah, that's true. true. So before we hop into stuff, full disclosure, we recorded this episode sometime last week. uh, Mm -hmm. And Craig, the Discord bot, if you are familiar, has been experiencing... He's going through, he's going through like a growing phase right now. <laughs> he's yeah. having a tough time. Everybody and their mother decided they were going to make a podcast and also use Discord so they can play Among Us. So we lost more than half. <laughs> we lost more than half of our episode and it was really upsetting because it was a really fucking good episode. We were, we were like so into it. We were some, and... I think we'll get back into it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so last week when we re- recorded, they hadn't officially called the election. Um, no, oh my god, they have. Yeah, it'll be a week tomorrow that they officially called the election in favor of Joe Biden. I feel like Biden's been president for <laughs> two months. <laughs> That is a long that, week. <laughs> <laughs> One week equals two months in 2020 time. Yeah. <laughs> but the hellscape is still a hellscape, and we still want to abolish the Electoral College. But oh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to drink and talk about Grimace movies. So, that being mm-hmm. said, Emma, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, okay. So, I went to... The closest liquor store that is open close to me, and it's not the one I normally go to, because that one didn't open until 11, and I was going to be all done. Mm. Errands by then, and I try not to go out too much. So, anyways. So, this lady shows up, and she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, because she's late. And she just charmed me into buying this Riesling, the Chateau Saint-Michel Riesling from Columbia Valley in Washington. And it's a 2018, so is it vintage? I don't know. But it's a white. It's fine. (laughs) Where was it from? The Columbia Valley, Washington. Huh. Being Daisy Tazuni. What? You'll get it if you speak French. I mm, don't speak French. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a fan of Rieslings. Do you not like them? Yeah. No, I like Rieslings, but this isn't really oh. what I was at. Like, it, like, she literally told me it's not as sweet. And I'm like, okay. But, like, also, like, she's, like, a type of, like, overly friendly, pushy saleswoman that you literally, like, you would feel awful if you said no to her. Mm. And, like, I was tired and just, like, ready to be done with my errands that day. So I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You're nice. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'll trust you. And then... I, my Riesling was better last time we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> Man. It's fine. Man. When people do Riesling bad, they do Riesling bad. No, it's not bad. It is not to my taste. There's a very yeah, okay. keen difference there. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I am drinking some High Noon, which is a hard seltzer, and 
it's uh, it actually has vodka in it. So it's oh. vodka with real fruit juice, sparkling water, and natural flavors. So right now I have a black cherry one. Um, mm. But it says like high noon vodka and soda. So see, but when you said high noon, I thought you were drinking another uh, cannabis drink. <laughs> I don't like, think oh, I've okay, ever. Yep. I don't think I've ever had like a cannabis like centered drink. I know it I exists. No, I thought you have. Maybe, maybe that's just what I've assumed. Every time you've had a high noon, <laughs> you've been like, "I have a high noon," and I'm like, "Yes, I I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a marijuana." <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I love it. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> there's a alcoholic beverage called a liquid marijuana, but when I tried it once, it did not have any actual marijuana in it, and it was also very gross. I did not like it. Yeah. No. Uh, cannabis does not taste good. No, no. Can we just like put that out there? Yeah, no, it doesn't taste not good. taste good. Yeah, no, it is, it is not put like I had a god, this doesn't matter, but I had a pen that I'd been having to use because it was all I had left, and I hated the way it tasted like when I inhaled because it tasted like wet leaves. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so cannabis gross. Don't do drugs. No, I'm just kidding. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Do whatever you fucking want. You keep safe. You make sure you get your Narcan if you if you do an opioids, okay? Yes, please you get your Narcan. Please get your Narcan. So, Emma. <laughs> yeah. What did you do last week to get in the Christmas spirit? I think I put up my tree and Christmas ornament. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I put up my tree the same day Biden got elected. That Biden, it was called for Biden. So I, oh. I, I put up the tree. And I've started decorating a little bit. Uh-huh. But I don't believe the tree itself has been decorated. At Last week, Emma hasn't decorated the tree yet. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like I have a very set thing of like what has happened now, and it's not that. <laughs> where, where, where was I last week? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Who was I last week? Oh my god, I don't even want to know. I was a very different human last week. <laughs> oh, I just well. done like seven days in a row last week when we recorded, so yeah. it's entirely possible I was super loopy. God, so. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Um, I have no choice. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I do it. I don't have another choice. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week, Abby put up the Christmas tree. Yay! <laughs> yeah, we put it up on election day because we were very much so trying to keep ourselves busy. Um, but we didn't put up the ornaments we were gonna do like slowly putting putting them on like as as we go just because otherwise we'll get really overwhelmed but the angel is on top of the tree and she's very beautiful and it's a pre-lit tree so we didn't have to worry about putting lights on so like all the lights are up and stuff like that so 
that's what I did last week to get in the Christmas spirit. I think I also had a Starbucks holiday drink last you week. You did. You did. Because yeah, you got it I, on the day they came out and didn't realize that it was on the day they came out. Yes. <laughs> they didn't really announce it. Because sometimes no? usually they oh. announce it on like social media. And this time it was just like. Because no, because I had gone somewhere on Wednesday. I had gone somewhere on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have anything. And then I went on Friday. And they had it. So. Yeah. There you go. I haven't gotten one yet. It's okay. There's still many, many, many weeks left to go. Not many, yes. many, many, but a few weeks left. Yeah. Before it, it's all gone again. We got time. Okay. Should we get into our first movie? Yeah. Our first okay. movie being Christmas with a View. Yeah, Christmas with a View. With a View. <laughs> with a view. Mm-hmm. Um... We had I had holiday first in the notes and then Christmas with a view second, but then I was like, when we were recording last week, last week Abby said, Hey, we should do Christmas with a view first because it wasn't as entertaining to, to talk say. about. Yeah. There's not as much to say about Christmas with a view. It is what it is. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Christmas with a view, it is what it is, was directed by Justin Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very Dick. respectful way of saying this man's name. Yeah. Dick. Yeah, because it's with a Y. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Christmas with a View was based on a novel by Teresa Southwick, so she helped write the movie along with David Finley and Rebecca LaMarche. It stars Caitlin Lieb as Clara, Clara, whatever, Oh, I messed this up. Scott Cabell Hero. Thank you. Uh, as Shane Rourke. Um, Mark Ganey as Hugh. Kristen Koenig as Bonnie. Jess Walton as Jackie Haven. Patrick Duffy as Frank Haven. And Vivica A. Fox as Lydia. And as you see Vivica A. Fox's name appear on the screen, there she is in all there her glory. There she is. She's like beautiful. Like that's how we start the story is like following Vivica Fox's hands as she makes a gigantic and gorgeous gingerbread house. It's a very nice gingerbread house. Yes, it's very nice gingerbread and house. She is preparing to have that gingerbread house feature. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, I and forgot it's about that. Important that it's in this magazine. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> But we get uh, Lydia first, and then we get to meet Clara. Um, And basically, from this little, like, back and forth that they have, um, Clara is Lydia's daughter, and she is in the restaurant business. She's a manager at a restaurant at a ski resort, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's a ski lodge, resort, whatever. Um, Yeah. And she wants to be a restaurant, too. But when she had a restaurant, it ended up failing. And guess where that restaurant was? Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> and Why is everything in Chicago? Our... We're gonna get into our beef with Chicago later on in the episode. <gasps> yeah. But we also learned that Claire is a workaholic and Vivica A. Fox just wants to spend time with her for Christmas, which isn't asking for much. So no. 
It really isn't. But she no. like, is like, oh, I have to spend time with my family at Christmas. And you don't get the vibe that they're like abusive. No. Or like, I, I don't understand it. Or even that like, actually, mom, I work in hospitality. Like you have to understand, like, I can't be with you guys at Christmas. Like, that's just not how my line of work works. That's not right. even brought up. It's just like, oh God, no! I have to spend my family. Ugh, I have to spend time with my family at Christmas. What yeah. a burden! <laughs> yeah, we don't like someone who hustles for capitalism. <laughs> no. Oh, when we recorded this last week, Emma and I broke up. That's right, because right. in the notes. Uh, after Vivica Fox wanted to spend time with Clara, it says, just give her the gift of obedience, Vivica. Because oh, Vivica, yeah. Vivica A. Fox played uh, <laughs> Lucinda in Ella Enchanted, one of my favorite movies of all time that Emma hates. Don't get it. I've never been able to get into Ella Enchanted as a mm-hmm. story. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Emma and I broke up last week. So now that we... Mm-hmm have done so again let us continue (laughs) um we are introduced to our leading gentleman shane rourke who i kept calling beto o'rourke in my head um and he (laughs) is a celebrity chef and he's on this like food network-y kind of like cutthroat kitchen (laughs) chop calling it a food network-y show is almost giving it too much credit. We're going to talk a little bit more about green screen as the episode goes on, but the green yeah. screen in this sequence for this is some of the worst I've seen. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. Like, yeah. as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, they're on a soundstage. Uh, and, like, they're clearly just not in the environments they're creating. You can see, like, a weird halo around everybody. Mm-hmm. The camera is moving weird. It's bad. It's yeah. so, so bad. Yep. They oh my God. found, like, a couple of tables to even put in. Like, or, the tables are even fake. I know. Or, like, you know, they couldn't find a place, like, even like a commercial kitchen, right? Like, oh yes, this is this is definitely a, a, a TV show set. Yep, definitely mm-hmm. happening here. No, they just had no. Oh, I hate it. So off-brand Food Network, <laughs> and he's won the competition apparently. Uh, and as his next career goal, he decides to become the head chef of the restaurant in the ski resort that Clara works at. Nothing about the ski resort screams, I need a celebrity head chef. Right. Like, like, you can tell it's, like, elevated food and, like, drink and stuff like that because it's at a, like, fancier hotel slash ski resort. But it's, like, something that I would expect a celebrity chef to design the menu for if they're going to do it, like in like 10 minutes from their home in New York and like just be like yeah I, I did that yeah and they can be like look at what they did they would not bring this person out mm-hmm. to cook and be the head chef like the, the, there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance there I think yeah yeah 
It's not fancy. No. In You didn't do enough work to make it believable. No. No. Uh, so they're all watching on the TV at the restaurant. And at first, like, like they're watching Shane win. At first, I thought that, like, they knew him and they were, like, cheering him on. Yeah, me um, too. I thought he was already their head chef. Right. Which would have made so much more sense. Yeah, but then <laughs> there had to have, there would have had, to, well, I guess not. No, because, like, s- maybe he had just started with them when he got onto the competition. And so they're, like, cheering for him because, like, yeah, he's technically our boss. Go you. Woo. <laughs> but, like, they don't really know him. And, like, maybe there had been some more tension between Clara. Mm. You know? That would have been better if they knew each other. Yeah. Wow, it would have been way better if they were like, ugh, I'm rewriting this movie in my head. It would have been like way better if they had some history where like Clara has beef with him for some reason and it's like rivals to lovers and yeah. they get to know each other over the course of the movie and realize, oh, he's not such a jackass. That's just a character he plays on TV. Yeah, that would be a better movie. That is not close to the movie that we actually got. (laughs) Um, But Claire's friend Bonnie is all over it. She loves Shane, um, despite the fact that she does indeed have a boyfriend. (laughs) Emma, what does he do? He's a city planner. He's a city planner. He's a boyfriend and he's a city planner. And this movie will not let you forget that he's a city planner. (laughs) He is a a very prestigious man, a city planner. (laughs) I mean, and like when she first said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just like a dude with like a kind of normal job. That's yeah, that's chill. And then they kept repeating it. And I'm like. Okay, I I get it. He he's boring. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, guys. <laughs> it's a secret that'll come in handy later. <laughs> oh no, you don't say. Mhm. Yeah, so Clara meets Shane in like a little bit of a meet cute. Um Bonnie freaks out. Clara's like, "I'm not that don't impress on me much." <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you got the cook, but have you got the touch? Beautiful. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I don't understand what Claire's beef with him is. Like, No, she- there is literally, like, I think she's annoyed that she has to, like, put up with, like, a celebrity. Like, that's as much as I can get. But otherwise, yeah. I'm like, your slight disdain for this man makes no sense no no but if they had known each other briefly right like maybe he had just rubbed her wrong i don't know Uh maybe he's just said something to her that was like uncouth and she's (sighs) just been like like he made like a offhand comment about her thing in chicago and she's like you know what fuck that guy like that would have made yeah or he became the head chef of the guy who bought her out in Chicago. Um, and she saw it as a personal betrayal. Oh. Anyway, or we're writing. She, yeah, we're writing fanfic <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, so we get like a shit ton of food montages because you can't forget that we are set in a restaurant and that Shane is the head chef. 
We get so many food montages. And in the midst of the food montages, we get Janice and Janice. Who have no relevance to this plot except for no. one small moment later down the line. So let's just keep moving. The joke is that they're ditzy and they're both named Janice. Yes. There you go. Yep. So Shane, the next day, goes down the road to the Mountain View Inn. And that is one of the few remaining resorts that are family owned and run. And this is when we start getting more of our landscape. We don't know where the fuck this movie is set. <laughs> it's like the architecture is very kind of like Eastern U.S. Canada. But mm-hmm. then the mountains are so very like Rocky Mountains, Western Canada. Like I, I don't know what you're going for here. And it's very confusing. <laughs> Because well, what then, clearly happened is they filmed it out in Ontario and shopped in a bunch of mountains into the background. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because, like, there's one mountain in particular that, like, they definitely photoshopped in that I have no fucking idea where it's from, but it looks like it belongs in, like, the Alps. So Yeah. Like, not- it does not suit anything about the area that they're in no no we don't even know if they're in the states or if they're in canada or I've, who the fuck knows i don't want to assume they're in the states just because he's based out of new york and she was in chicago for a bit no oh, that's fair. i want to assume it they filmed it in canada though right like many hallmark movies yeah. yes uh so shane goes down the road to the mountain view inn and that is when he meets the havens they own the Mountain View Inn, and they're a nice old couple who make good food, and <laughs> I forgot I put this in the notes, and somehow survived the 2008 recession. <laughs> they had some family stocks and bonds that they were able to rest their laurels on, but it was a very hard couple of years. They did their best. But like, that, like they clearly look like they're the type of people who would have come from like a little bit of money. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so they survived because they are quite upper middle class. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not like they started the inn. Jackie's parents did. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, the inn was already pre-established. So. Um, so Shane gets to know the Havens a little bit, and apparently Jackie makes the best eggs Florentine ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some more food montages. And in between these food montages, we also get some getting together montages between Clara and yeah. Shane because and now they're like flirting with each other a yeah. lot. And like she brings them over to her place and she cooks. Mm-hmm. It's a very big deal. It's a very big deal. She got to cook for the celebrity chef. Um, because all of a sudden, I guess Clara's decided that she doesn't have beef with him anymore. <laughs> but. Yes. I don't even remember why they started going out. I just know that they I did. I don't know either. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get a shot in in the car, and they're making out in the car. Shane and Clara are making out. And then in the middle of making out, Clara pulls back and says, I can't believe I'm making out with a celebrity. And then Shane gets like, like kind of like shuts down and is very uncomfortable about that. And we're supposed the way the 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 scene is written and acted, like we're supposed to side with Clara, and no. like she gets all upset. No. She's just like, "Why yeah. would you? Why would you say that? Why would you assume that like 
I'm with you because you're a celebrity. And it's like, like well, haven't I made myself clear that like your celebrity is actually like a bad part for me? Right. And like, <laughs> he's like, no, what the fuck? Like, I don't know how to feel. Like, the show really kind of messed with me, actually. And like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, well, honestly, what are we doing? Right. And so. like, that's a valid thing to be like, yeah. Oh, you know, who knows how long Shane has actually been a celebrity chef, but like, how many relationships might he have been in where he thought they were genuine and they were just with him because he was a celebrity? So, like, he is a hundred. You'll realize as we talk more that I don't like Clara. <laughs> she's I, hot, but she's, she's not. She's hot, good. <laughs> but she's not a very good person. And, like, Shane is like a dumbass, honestly. But, like, yeah. he's way more sympathetic. Yeah. No, like, I, really... I can sympathize for him, you know? Yeah. No, and, like, he's the one with, like, the traumatic backstory, but, like, Clara is just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe now... it makes more sense in the book. It could. It could. Yeah. So now uh, they aren't seeing each other anymore, because Clara's decided she hates him again. Uh, and... Hugh, which is Clara's boss, he like owns and runs the restaurant or whatever, uh, is super creepy and is like flirting with her on the Mm -hmm. job and is like, are you ready to go? And they go up to the Mountain View Inn as well uh, a few days later because they want to propose a deal where they take on the inn and make it like revitalize it, make it part of the already existing resort. Um, and Hugh asks Clara to do it with him because she's known ah, she's known the Haven since she was a kid because she used to waitress for them. Um, so yeah, they go, they have breakfast, and Shane is there, and the Janices are there. And she thinks that the Janices are like super hitting on Shane, and she's like, "I knew you were a piece of shit." And he's like, "No." Did you look what at the, the Janices? Fuck? Like they just. Did you see, like, I, I don't care about these two ladies. They're mm-hmm. clearly clout chasing. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yep. Yep. So Claire and Shane make up. I don't remember why or how, but they did. And we have more getting together and more food montages. Um, In case you have forgotten, Bonnie is dating a city planner named Clive. And I she don't... thinks it's funny because they sound like they're Bonnie and Clive. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I, I don't remember like what scene that happens in. But in case you needed a reminder, Bonnie's boyfriend is a city planner. He's a city planner. <laughs> He's a city planner. <laughs> so Hugh and Clara have a meeting. And Hugh is like, I noticed that you're hanging around Shane a lot. And she's like, yeah, yeah, in my personal time. And he's like, I'm just concerned that you're not devoting time to our project. Our personal capitalist project. And it's like really creepy. I mean, one, just being like, you're hanging around a lot with this other employee of mine is creepy in and of itself. But then also Mm -hmm. like... Have you been working on our project? And then he gives her a necklace. That's a recluse and harassment. (laughs) None of this is kosher. HR, HR. 
<laughs> but he gives her a necklace too. Emma. Yep. Tell us how you feel about a... that Netflix. That ne- that Netflix. Netflix looks like that it necklace. came from the Claire's prom section. <laughs> it's not good. It's not yeah. good. There's a lot of things that the budget went to. Jewelry <laughs> was not one of them. The mountains. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that, but <laughs> <laughs> jewelry was not one. <laughs> no, no. But he's like, he tells Clara that he really wants to finish the deal before Christmas. And Clara's like, well, they were really hoping to have more time to think about this and get us their answer by the new year. And he was just like, no, no, no. Like, I want you to really push this deal with the Havens. So that way you can go ahead, you can go and head the New York project of opening a restaurant as partners. And this is like Claire's dream to be able to get this like redemption. Yeah, because like Chicago failed, but now she has a shot of like doing what she loves all over again. Like she's really good at being a manager at the ski resort, but it's obviously like not her jam. And so... Mm -hmm this would be an opportunity to like go forward with her career yeah yep and then that scene ends by them going over the schedule so (laughs) (laughs) so we get claire and shane hanging out in i think is that clara's house or shane's house i don't give a shit they're hanging out they're having a cozy cuddle (laughs) and (laughs) clara tells him the news and she's super stoked and um, she's very excited, and Shane is pretty skeptical. Um, yeah, because he's just like, did he give you more details? Like, did he lay out all of the plans explicitly for you? Like, you know, there's a lot to consider here, and it sounds like he didn't give you all the information. And Clara got very, very, very angry. I think she like, and like, I kind of understand where Clara's coming from because, like, I think it happened like the. Like, this discussion happened, like, the evening after, like, Hugh proposes this to Clara. So she's still got the stars in her eyes, and she's still like, oh, my God, New York. I can can bring my expertise to New York. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And, like, I think Shane was, like, kind of giving her a bit of a reality check that she wasn't quite ready to deal with yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I I definitely think he could have handled it better. Oh no, he's like, what are you stupid? And yeah. I'm like, no, Shane, baby, no. Yeah. But also, like, she's also like, no, this is my thing. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it could have been like a, I'm very excited for you. You know, I, I, I'm looking forward to this with you. But let's sit down. Hey, and have talk you done about, this? Yeah. Like, did you ask about this? Did you ask about that? Anyway, so now they're broken up again. Ugh. And now it's, it's Christmas again, Eve. Again, couples. They've known each other and for like two days. And she has to hang out with her family. Ugh. Ugh. And Ugh. her adorable niece. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Or is it nephew? I can't remember. Niece. She, there's a baby. Yeah. The niece. It's her niece. Yeah, it is, it is Clara Vivica Fox, Clara's sister, her husband, and Zabibi. And apparently that's just fucking miserable. Yeah. So there is the this is the only source of conflict we are given any information into in this family, which is that like her sister went to Harvard Law and was like super successful as a lawyer, and obviously she has like a husband and a kid 
is this type of movie. And mm-hmm. she's just everything that Clara is not. And so this is all in Clara's head. She resents her sister for this. Mm-hmm. It's not like her mom is like, what are you doing at your law firm, Miss Harvard grad? And she's like, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing, mm-hmm. that. you know, like, you don't really get the... You don't really get the vibe that anybody else in her family is being toxic. It's literally right. just Clara just, like, not dealing with her own shit. <laughs> She's trying. She, oh, my gosh. Clara is a side character who is <gasps> really trying to convince herself she is the main character. And her only tragic backstory is that her restaurant in Chicago failed. And yes. That sucks, and that's yeah. sad. But like, but that is also the restaurant business, right? Like, your family seems lovely. Yeah, they seem to love and support you no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Your mom wants to spend time with you, and she's nice. You have an adorable baby. Yeah, with you at the holidays. Hello. Yeah. But Claire decides, fuck all of that, because she's upset about Shane. And so she calls Bonnie, who's already in her jammies with the city planner, Clive. And they decide that they're going to go out for drinks on Christmas Eve. This is just another, (laughs) like, you're like, re-recording this. I'm like really realizing what a shitty person Claire is. Because like, why would you interrupt someone who just got engaged? Yeah. On Christmas Eve, she's already in her pajamas, and you were like, let's go drink. And she's like, but no, I'm comfy. What? No. <laughs> like, why would you bother your friend when she's clearly got plans and quite content with those plans as well? Right. Like, right. Uh, yeah. Anyways. She's not very considerate, is she? <laughs> no. She's trying she so hard to be the main character. <laughs> You know who's the main character of this story? Bonnie. Clive. (laughs) (laughs) The city planner. Super hot girlfriend Uh getting him to break in. (laughs) (laughs) So Claire and Bonnie go to the bar and they have like three glasses of wine each and they're pretty tipsy um, lightweights. Claire... Gets a My call. kind of people. <laughs> Clara gets a call from Hugh on fucking Christmas Eve, and he's just like, "Hey, I need you to go to the restaurant and go to the office and get this this Manila folder off of the desk for me and bring it to me tomorrow." Which, by the way, tomorrow is Christmas. Also, he has kids, and he's gonna take hang out with his kids on Christmas. Oh my god! Maybe Clara and Hugh are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that it's just even more ways that he was a scumbag. He is upset with the fact that he has to spend time with his kids on Christmas Eve. And also calls his employees on Christmas Eve to go do stuff for him. That's gross. When there's clearly nothing going on at the resort. Right. Bing. <laughs> so Claire and Bonnie are like, oh, we're too fucked up to drive. So Bonnie's just like, oh, my God, I have a city planner fiance named Clive. And he's sober. Because he's probably been sitting at home like, what the actual fuck? Like, we just got engaged. We're not celebrating together. 
We were in our jammies. We were in our jammies watching a movie. But fine, I'll drive you two drunk bitches <laughs> to go and quote unquote break into an office that you're totally able to go into. Yeah. But Clara's grabbing the the file off of the desk, but Bonnie decides that she's just gonna fucking roam around. <laughs> oh look, this file, this totally random file that will have no impact on the plot whatsoever. Oops, it totally does. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Because Bonnie finds Hugh's true plans for the Mountain View Inn, which is not to revitalize. He's gonna turn it into condos. Condos, yeah. Abby. Yeah. Not condos in the mountains. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> but not just condos. Parking lots. And parking lots. <laughs> 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 and like and like we, we figure, you know, he's not gonna rehabilitate it. He's gonna he's gonna turn it into condos and parking lots. And fucking <laughs> that's also when Clara, Bonnie, and Clive decide that they're going to commit a felon, well, at least a crime, uh, by going to City Hall and stealing records from Clive's office. <laughs> and I'm like, on the one hand, yeah, that would de- definitely get you in trouble with a privacy commissioner somewhere. On the other hand, he sucks, so go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, also, like, Claire's like devastated by it. Like, how could he do this? And I'm like, Really? How could he not? Right, right. Like, like surprise. <laughs> what kind of capitalist has a heart? I don't think she, so. She hasn't. She she has had her socialistic <laughs> give her a few moments. <laughs> you know what? I bet Bonnie's had hers. Yeah, I bet she has because she's super proud that she has a city planner boyfriend. Yep. Yep. He's helping out. Yeah. Creating roads. He's working for the common good. He's creating roads. <laughs> he's not thinking of capital. He's thinking of progress. <laughs> so while that is all happening, Shane goes to the Mountain View Inn to spend Christmas Eve there. Um, oh, I forgot. In their argument uh, after Clara tells Shane what's going on, um, before that, she was like, oh, I've never heard about your family. And he's just like, oh, yeah, nope, I don't have any siblings. And <laughs> um, and she invites him over for Christmas Eve and he declines and says that he's going to be in New York with family. Um, but actually, he's still there. That was a lie. That was a lie. The Mountain View Inn. He's at the Mountain View Inn with the Havens. He goes there. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, okay. He goes there and we get some of Shane's tragic backstory. And it turns out, like, the reason Shane came here and took the job that he has is because he's searching for where his parents went on a honeymoon. But wouldn't she know it? It was at the Mountain View Inn. Mm -hmm. And they find this out from an old-ass Polaroid. Where there's supposed to be an ornament that both of his parents are touching. Mm-hmm. And somehow, from that old-ass Polaroid. So not only is it a Polaroid, it's faded as fuck. Mm-hmm. The innkeeper, I can't remember her name. Jackie. Jackie is like, 
wait a minute, I've seen that before. And she pulls out a box and it's the same ornament. Yep. They've had it all this time. Wow, that's where his parents honeymoon. I we had this conversation last <laughs> We had the conversation last time of like, do you really actually give a shit about where your parents went on a honeymoon? My yeah, parents didn't go on a honeymoon. <laughs> well, yes, we know how that ended. <laughs> um, for those of you who are new to me, not well. <laughs> My parents went to the Poconos, but do I really give a shit? Not really. <laughs> like, nope. good for you guys. That's all I want to think about. You had a good time at the Poconos. So that's good. Yep. Thank yep. you. Please never Little tell long. me about the heart-shaped hot tub ever again. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> In the honeymoon suite. So, yep. Okay, mm-hmm. don't, I don't want to think about your parents' honeymoon either. <laughs> Good for them. But also moving no. right along. Moving right <laughs> along. It is Christmas morning. And... <laughs> oh, no. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Clara wakes up and it's Christmas morning. And Vivica A. Fox has already, like, been up and she's making breakfast. And she's like being a wonderful mother on Christmas morning. She offers Clara bagels and locks, and it looks delicious. And Clara's like, "Nope, I gotta fucking go," because but God forbid she talked to her mom longer than two minutes. And this can't wait till the twenty sixth. No, this has to be done today. Today on Christmas. So Clara goes all the way to Hugh's gigantic mansion, and basically is like, "I know." This is some bullshit. Fuck you. Fuck all the way off. And he tells her you're fired. And she goes, oh, I quit. And I was like, no, Clara, don't do that. Don't do that. Collect. Collect unemployment. <laughs> Say you're Collect. fired. Say you're fired. Get that severance package, girl. <laughs> you get six weeks of probably half decent. <laughs> no, but this bitch had to quit. So... She goes back into her car, which I guess has been a piece of shit this whole time. The car won't start. But guess who is there to save the day? It's Shane. Shane! Shane! That's John Cena! Yeah, but I put Shane's name on it. <laughs> it's Shane Rourke. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> that was for our niche group of WWE watchers. No, that was a meme on Twitter for a bit. Oh, Probably, yeah, I think, true. in 2015. Wow. Were y'all there <laughs> when John Cena turned face? I was. Anyway, this is where we get Shane's tragic backstory as they are driving and then they get stuck behind a train because I guess it's a small town with a very long train on a... You know what? No, that's legit. No, I know. That's legit. I get stuck in the city behind very long trains, so... (laughs) I got stuck behind a train this morning on my way to work. I was like, what the fuck? Fucking Metro, what are you people doing? Going to Chicago? There was actually... 
<laughs> I, um, my city actually planned um, to make a certain road and underpass because there was such a problem with traffic getting caught behind the train oh, that sure. when the mayor made the announcement, it's like, we're not getting stuck behind that fucking train anymore. <laughs> like, he literally said the word fuck because Are you he's had to go Oh, no. my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that. And that's on city planning. Yeah. <laughs> we love Clive. <laughs> Anyways. So as they're stuck behind this train, Shane tells Clara his tragic backstory. Basically, the honeymoon that his parents went on was the only vacation they ever went on. And they like worked their asses off. They all lived in New York City. Um his dad was a chef at like a greasy spoon and his mom was a waitress and they just basically worked and worked and worked and worked to be able to like one live in New York city and to like get him what he wanted to be able to do. So Mm -hmm. he learned how to cook from them and then like his career took off and he promised them like, as he was starting to get more fame and recognition, he promised them that he would slow down uh, when he started to get successful, more successful. But then his mom died of cancer and then dad had a heart attack. And so now he is um, trying to make good on a progress, a bit of that, trying to make good on a promise to a family he didn't deserve. Dear what? Shane, go to therapy. Go to therapy, man. What the fuck? No, like, when he says he doesn't deserve it, it's not like he, like, mooched off his family. Right. Like, it's not like they worked their asses off and he mooched off them. No, they, they worked his asses off. But they worked their asses off. Mm-hmm. And then he went and he worked his ass off and became extremely successful. And, like, no, he wasn't really able to, like, make time and settle down for them. But that doesn't right. mean that you didn't deserve your family. Right. Ugh. That's... No, like... That that line really bothers me. That line really bothers me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like there's maybe more nuance to that line than maybe I am capable of doing. I don't know. But I no, don't know. you I deserve mean, like, your family. They loved you, right? Unless like you weren't like financially helping them out, which I'm assuming based on the fact that he traveled all over the fucking place just to find where they went on a honeymoon. He would have, you know, been there well, for them he financially. Send him on another trip. He maybe could have he didn't sent him on another trip. He was a celebrity chef. He and could have sent them on a family vacation. on fucking vacation. Yep, that asshole. Asshole. God, no. Shane is also <laughs> trying very hard to be the main character of his story. I think he's got a little bit more going for him in terms of main character. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So all is forgiven now. Hmm. Uh, that seems like a good tragic backstory to make a heart go. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so Shane and Clara end up driving out to the Mountain View Inn. And while they are there, Clara tells them about like what Hugh's actual plans were. And they were like, oh, well, we decided to, su- to sell the place anyway. And she's like, what? And uh, turns out Shane bought the inn for Clara. 
And he's like, you can do with it whatever you want. If you want to hire me, that's cool. If you don't, that's also cool. Yeah. And he's like, just, just, this is yours. This is your Mm -hmm. project. I will financially back you. And I'm also your lover. So there's like, no way this is going to be weird. But also you can do with it whatever you want. Right. There's a little bit of a power dynamic here that the movie does not explore. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Also, like, I feel like they've only known each other for like a span of couple three, days, three weeks at most yeah not a lot of time no not and he lot. bought her this a is like at, at most like a first year anniversary present <laughs> yeah well, chris why didn't you buy me a restaurant when we were 17 <laughs> years old <laughs> we're adults come on yeah, what the fuck we are legal adults in the state of Illinois at 17. Oh Buy me a restaurant. <laughs> graduated. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was finishing my junior year of high school. <laughs> oh, my God. You weren't even seniors when you were 17. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> not at that point. Not in April. of What was that? That would have been April of 2012. So, Oh, my God. You're yeah. such a baby. I know. April of 2012. I already decided I was going to nursing school in April of 2012. Ah, muscle talk. Oh, I'm so old. Uh, So Clara gets a restaurant and her and Shane put the bell on the tree together and then they smooch and the Havens just kind of watch them smooch and it's kind of creepy. Um, (laughs) But then the movie ends. It is Christmas night and we're all at Vivica A. Fox's house. And like Shane is there and like they're having nice family conversations. But then Vivica A. Fox comes out of nowhere and is like, so Shane, I want to start a gourmet gingerbread company and I want your help. And that's how the. To which I say, I think that. Focusing solely on gingerbread is not financially stable, but if no. you were to open a generic bakery with a huge emphasis on gingerbread in the last quarter, you might be able to get somewhere. <laughs> Love the someone who's quarter. never taken a business course in life, <laughs> ever. Who's never taken a business course in her entire life. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. But that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. That's it. She wants she, to start she a gingerbread company. time with her family now because now she has a dick. Oh. <laughs> Justin, dick. <laughs> <laughs> she has a dick and she can ride it in her bedroom. Oh, my. Her childhood bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let us have a podcast. <laughs> I don't fucking know. They should take it away from us. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. But, like, okay. That's how the movie. E- That's how the movie ends. This yeah. it was as anticlimactic as the entire movie was. <laughs> like yeah. there was no substance. I didn't care. Like what the smart move would have been for like an end scene was like would be like one year later and it's yes. Christmas where like Claire's owned the inn for a whole year and everybody's there having Christmas dinner together and like maybe Shane proposes like 
that's a good ending to a cheesy Christmas movie, not I want to start a gourmet gingerbread company. Or her mom is employed at the resort as the baker, and she's made famous by her gourmet gingerbread. There we go. There we go. But just the way they ended it was stupid. Yeah. So. All right. Also, that was wait. Christmas with a view. It was Christmas with a view with like the worst CGI view. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's Speaking like, of Christmas with a view of something that is clearly not there in real <laughs> life. Christmas yes. with a view with green screen worse. Uh, green screen and CGI worse than 1999's The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Phantom, no, don't even bother. Phantom Menace, like, blows this movie out of the water. Oh, 100%. I'm just saying, it's one of the first big films to use a shit ton of CGI. Yeah. But. Yeah. It doesn't even hold a candle to Titanic, man. No! What was the worst thing about this movie, Emma? You know what? Now that we've talked about this movie twice. Mm Mm-hmm. Clara. Clara yes. fucking sucks. She sucks. She's hot, but she sucks. Yeah. And I think that's what distracted me the first time. I was like, look at, I was like, like, just watch her and I'm like, oh my god, you're so pretty. She is. She's <laughs> you're beautiful. so pretty. She is gorgeous, but also like has the character of a of a spoon. Yeah, or like, you know, if like a man had played her, you would be like, you suck. Yeah. You are the worst person alive. Yeah. Like, shut up. She's an asshole. She she sucks. But you know what else sucks? Hmm. The CGI in this. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. And we've ta- we've talked about all of the issues, but like there's even yeah. like even when like like they're in the ski resort restaurant and like you're looking out the windows, you're like those windows don't exist. They're not showing you this view. Like, <laughs> who are you trying to kid? And, like, there has been very good CGI windows. Like, even, like, um, Britney Spears' Womanizer. Random yeah. ass. Random. Random. But if you've ever seen the behind the scenes, she was not ever in an office. She was in a studio. Mm-hmm. But that looks like a fucking office when mm-hmm. you watch the music video. But this, I'm like, nope, that's CGI, that is CGI. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with the worst being Clara. I don't remember what my worst was last time. It was probably the CGI. But, like, now that we've talked about her at length, too at length, and more than she deserves, I don't like her. (laughs) No. I was, I honestly, like, I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, no, I was distracted by how hot she was. This yeah. is not okay. <laughs> She's yeah. not a good friend. No. She's not a good girlfriend. She's not a good daughter. She sucks. Yeah. And that's so. why her restaurant failed. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best part, though? Um. God, I can't even remember. Yours was Bonnie. I can't remember. Bonnie, I do love Bonnie. I love Bonnie and her city planner boyfriend. <laughs> what a gem. Yeah. I think the best thing about this movie is the fact that we got a good laugh out of city planner Clive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I 
And he's like, honestly, he's not bad looking either. He's just no. a city planner. And you're like, yeah, Bonnie, get it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. And he's got like a stable job. He's probably got really good benefits if he works for the city. Mm-hmm. Like, go for it. I yeah. do not. And you're a waitress in a restaurant. You hit the fucking jackpot. Yeah. Benefits. Yeah. Get that but insurance. Also, but also, when it comes to unbelievable suspension of disbelief, <laughs> you expect me to believe that Clara and Bonnie are not into each other? Right? Like, they act more like they're into each other than Clara does with Shane sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, you're acting more like girlfriend. <laughs> it's totally platonic. <laughs> what? I totally made my girlfriend, like, leave a fiancé on Christmas Eve for no reason at all. It's totally platonic. <laughs> I can't seem to hang on to my boyfriend. He's an asshole. I like my best friend more. I took her out for drinks. It's totally platonic. <laughs> yes! Yes, queen! That was beautiful. Thank was you. Beautiful. I I don't remember what my unbelievable suspension of disbelief was last time. Um, but I mean, the green screen. The green screen, obviously. <laughs> that's obvious. I, you know what? I guess, no. Because I don't want to seem, like, shamey. But, like, also that Clara wasn't picking up on the fact that he was being very creepy. Like from yeah. the get go, I just I don't know. I just feel like as 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 a woman, but also in a they're, profession, they're co assholes. So you're not gonna pick true. up when another asshole is necessarily being an asshole to you. Yeah. So, I guess my unbelievable suspension of disbelief is that I should care about Clara. <laughs> Which is also going to be a theme that carries through for the rest of this episode. <laughs> that is the theme of this episode. Yeah. So, was this movie sincere? Actually, believe, believe it or not, for as much shit as we give this movie, mm-hmm. it is sincere. There's yeah. good chemistry between the cast. The yeah. chemistry between Clara and Shane is solid. Because the chemistry between Clara and Bonnie is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, even, like, uh Jackie and her husband like they definitely like I don't think Jackie would have that much work done on her face but like also <laughs> like I totally believe that she owned a, she would own an inn with her yeah, totally yeah. adorable loving husband yeah. like that everything and like I was not expecting that amount of sincerity and like trying to just like sell the material from this movie as what we got but what we got yeah. was pleasantly surprising yeah but does it have christmas so. magic it has christmas magic in that if you've ever had to spend christmas at a hotel <laughs> it is hospitality christmas magic mm. um it is not like at home with your friends with like all the magic of christmas in the air and it just like totally blows your mind magic but it's like that kind of chill sort of yeah like we paid a lot of money to spend christmas Mm -hmm. and yeah that's (laughs) what this movie does it does it does nail that sort of hospitality chic thing that goes on 
in December. I don't know how mm. else to explain it. They did a really good job with it. Even the restaurant. I'm like, yes, I could see myself. That is a real restaurant. That is a real restaurant at Christmas time. Yep, mm-hmm. you got it. You did that really well. So, yeah. I think last time I had talked about, like, the only, like, well, the the Christmas magic or, like, what they're trying to sell us as the Christmas magic is that Shane serendipitously stumbled upon the exact place his parents went on a honeymoon and mm-hmm. also that Clara gets the restaurant in the end um, and doesn't have to pay for it. Like, that's what they want us to see as the Christmas magic. But honestly, this film could have been set any other time of year and it still yeah. would have worked. It just so yeah. happened that it was at Christmas. Yeah, no, you could have set this in the middle of summer and he's looking at like a random artifact that would have been at the Mountain View Inn. Like, yeah. Christmas was coincidental to the plot. It yeah. was not necessary. And I feel like that's kind of a running theme for a lot of the films we're watching this year. Yeah, what the fuck? I know. Maybe yeah. next year will be better. Like, maybe... Maybe the, it's just the curse of 2020. Better, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that, is, that is an idea. So, we'll yeah. see. We'll yeah. see. Maybe it'll get better as we go along. Yeah. So, um, I'm tired of talking about Christmas with a view. So, are we going to <laughs> raise a glass and rosé cheer or drown our sorrows in Christmas beer? I think you will have a glass of wine. You will watch this movie. You will enjoy the fact that you watch this movie and you will never watch this movie again. Yeah. You will That's... get the wine. You will raise a glass of the wine that the lady at the liquor store told Emma to get. <laughs> Or, you know what, it's the one white option on the menu at the restaurant, and you're like, sure, why not? Okay, I don't like red. Let's do it. So that's Christmas with a view. Christmas with a CGI... uh... (laughs) Non-existent view. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, should we talk about holiday? Mm, I guess we have to. So Holiday just came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Uh, it is directed by John... By, bleh, 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 bleh. It is directed by John Whitesell. The writer is Tiffany Paulson, and it stars Emma Roberts as Sloane, Luke Bracey as Jackson, Jessica Capshaw as Abby, Francis Fisher as Elaine, Andrew Bachelor as Neil, and Kristen Chenoweth as Aunt Susan. I don't want to talk about this movie. Okay. So we start... <laughs> start on Christmas we're on Christmas and we are in guess guess what city we're in um Scran <laughs> what <laughs> no Topeka <laughs> Toledo <laughs> no we're in Chicago San Jose oh okay <laughs> oh my god we're in chicago and we get to go to sloan's family first to see how just how terrible her christmas is which i mean honestly her family kind of sucks so i don't blame her for hating christmas with her family because they are fucking obsessed with her getting married and it's 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 creepy it's uncomfortable yeah is what it is 
Like, if this movie was set, no, if this movie was made in 1975, yes, I would forgive it. It's not made in 1975, so therefore, go fuck yourself. Why are you so obsessed with this woman's marital status? Like, seriously, that's all her mom, the entire film. That is all her and her mom talk about. Like, they don't have a relationship outside of, Sloane, why aren't you going to get married? You should get married. You need like, to get married. You're a girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need to be married. That is all you have in life is marriage. Yeah. You're in your late 20s, early 30s, and you're not married. How dare you? I think Emma Roberts is about my age. Maybe you're older. I think Maybe so, maybe. yeah. 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 And so I resent the implication that she is not married and somehow a failure yeah. for that. And Do like, we even know what Sloan does for work? No. Just that she's able to work from home a lot. And it's not well, pandemic it's 2020. times. That, no, doesn't, not, that doesn't make any sense. To not me in the holi- no, not in the holiday cinematic universe. It is not coronavirus time. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. My apologies. So, uh, but Sloane's older sister, Abby, uh-huh, that's me, uh, is married <laughs> and has children. And then her younger brother, who I don't remember his name, don't really care. Literally gets engaged. Huh? He's so forgettable. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you exist. He exists. (laughs) But he proposes to this girl he's been dating for, what, like, three to six months? Yeah. So. And now it's even worse because her little brother is getting married before her. So, God forbid. Yeah. Um, We pull out to a map of Chicago. And puts, which puts Sloane's <laughs> parents or mother's house in Logan Square. Except that's not in Logan Square. It's not even close. Oh dear. Where they put Logan Square is like where Gage Park or like West Englewood are, which is on the south side of Chicago. And Logan Square is on the north side of Chicago. That is not where Logan Square is. I don't know anything about Chicago, so I'm just smiling and nodding. <laughs> but then it's even worse, because they show us where Jackson is, and he's supposed to be in Evanston, except he's not! <laughs> he's in, like, now, Ravenswood! Abby, tell me how you know where Evanston is. Because I'm from Illinois. No, oh, say that Chris is... Oh, Chris was born in Evanston. So, yes. like, you have a personal connection to Evanston, and you know yes. that that's not Evanston. No. Not even close. No. It's like Ravenswood, which is closer to Logan Square than Holiday's Logan Square actually is. <laughs> like, I think they put Evanston not too terribly far from, like, Navy Pier. Navy Pier. You know, it's funny because I'm watching the holiday. I'm like, oh, these seem like legitimate Chicago no. places. It's cool that they like put in the effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently they didn't. No, they didn't even film in Chicago. They filmed in Atlanta. What the fuck? Yeah. Place it in Atlanta then. Right. Why does it have to be Chicago? Why does Netflix hate oh. Chicago? It's fucking oh. like in the print in the in the in the um uh Christmas with the Prince. 
the the first one where they're like giving us the establishing shots of New York, but then very like throw in a very clearly Chicago video as an establishing scene and like expected <laughs> us to be like, yep, that's New York with Chicago flags. I mean, when you're not from the area, it makes sense. It's stupid. If you're not from the area, if you are from the area, it's offensive. <laughs> There's no in between. I'm so upset. <laughs> Netflix does Chicago dirty. They do it dirty. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we go to Jackson in, I guess, Evanston. And he is going to spend Christmas with this girl and her family who he's gone on two dates with the girl. Uh, and mm-hmm. apparently he and the girl are not on the same page in terms of where they're at in their relationship because, like, her parents basically act like they're getting married tomorrow. (laughs) And, like, it's just really creepy and weird. And then, like, they go into her child, this girl's childhood bedroom, and, like, she's just like, oh my god, you're so hot, my parents fucking love you, and then just blows him right then and there. (laughs) And he's, like, trying to resist, but then, blowjob. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, this might as well happen. And it's like, ah, I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And they end up, does he even end, he doesn't even end up spending the night, right? No. Because they really freak him out, and he's like, fuck you guys, fuck you, fuck you, we're not that close. No. So, like, this is just a random blowjob in the middle of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gift of the christmas blowjob <laughs> oh no oh my god talk about a white christmas oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> they go they go back out uh, and like spend more time with this girl's family. Apparently, now they he has a matching Christmas sweater too, and uh, she gives him a gift, and he feels very uncomfortable because he did not get her anything because they've gone on two dates, but she got him three different pairs of khaki pants because he's a golfer. He doesn't. She doesn't even know how big he is. No, he. She doesn't know his pant size. <laughs> and he's a golfer, so he must love khaki. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I don't think we're on the same page here. And then she blatantly tells, says in front of her parents, like, I gave, I just gave you a blowjob. <laughs> like, you know me well. And she says something along the lines of, you know me well enough to come in my mouth, but not get me a Christmas gift in front of her parents. And I was and her parents are like totally okay with like yeah. anything, and it's like, please don't be this okay. They were like, you're allowed to be uncomfortable. It's they were like, fine. yeah, you can't, co- you can come in her mouth, but you can't get her a Christmas gift. It's like, ah, oh, no. Ugh. I'm glad you come from a sex positive family, but that's too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, Jackson leaves after that. So let's go back to Sloane and her terrible Christmas. Uh, she's miserable and moping and just totally not even going to try to have a nice time. So she's going to sit and chat with Aunt Susan. And it's Kristen Chenoweth. Woo! Her, 
And uh, she uh, has a random ass mall Santa. She does have a random ass mall Santa. And they're all like, what the fuck? And she explains, he is my holiday. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Goodbye, woo! everybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> So she explains, like, it's just somebody you take home with you for the holidays. You don't have to be alone on the holidays. And then you just get a a new one the next time. And Sloane's just like, that sounds sad. And Aunt Susan seems to be living her best life. So I disagree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She gets dick every holiday. Are you kidding me? Go Aunt Susan. Right. Good for you, Kristen Chenoweth. I know. Go Kristen Chenoweth. Go, go, go. (laughs) I think I told uh, when we recorded this the first time I told you about how I saw Kristen Chenoweth in New York. Oh, yeah, because you managed to be there the day that they were doing a big show. They, re- they were rehearsing for the Tonys Ooh. at Radio City Musical. Very good. Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, there we are. Hi. Can hear you. Hi. I'm really drunk, Abby. I'm really drunk. <laughs> Are you? It's 12 ABV, and I've had oh. two thirds of a bottle. Cheers. So... Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, where, where were we? we? Oh, the mall. We were at the mall. Let's go mm-hmm. to the mall today. Anyway, let's go to the mall <laughs> today. Uh, so both Sloan and Jackson are at the same store at the same mall returning gifts because Sloan's family got her gigantic plaid pajamas and she says they think that she's going to die alone as a lumberjack. So she's returning them and Jackson is trying to return his three pairs of khakis, but I don't know. They can't get money back. They can only get store credit, and they're all like pissed off because they're assholes. both assholes. They're assholes. To the retail workers the day after Christmas, and yeah. thus begins my grudge against this movie. Yep. And like they're holding up this gigantic line just so that they can be snarky assholes together, and it's just it's stupid. Yeah. So they There's don't need no reason to be shitty to retail workers the day no. after Christmas, no matter how bad your Christmas was. Right. You do not need to be an asshole to retail workers. Right. Fuck you. Fuck you. So they leave the store together and they're both talking about how shitty their Christmases are and how shitty it is to be perpetually alone. Um and she Sloan tells Jackson about the idea of a holiday. And he's like, whoa, that sounds awesome. We should do that. And she's like, no, fuck you. Because this shit doesn't work. We end up getting attached. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not attracted to you. Let's do it. Uh, and then he gives her his card and says, call me if you want to date for New Year's. And she's like, fuck off. But guess what? Guess who needs a date for New Year's? She has the pot. She has the tickets to the hottest party in Chicago, Atlanta. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so it is New Year's Eve, and I 
Okay, so when I was initially watching the movie, well, initially, I only watched it one time. I never want to watch it again. Um, <laughs> when I was watching the movie, I was texting Emma while, uh, like, not like, oh, this is what's happening, but, like, I texted her and was like, I'm really enjoying this so far. Um, and I'm pretty sure I had texted during New Year's Eve because New Year's Eve was genuinely a fun and good part of the film. And then it just nosedives from there. Yeah. So it's New Year's Eve is like probably the only wholesome part of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest they're of good it is people. Just hot garbage. Yeah. They decide. So let's talk about New Year's Eve for a bit. Yeah. So they're at this hot club. Uh, Sloane is in this dress that makes her tits look amazing, and everybody comments on it. <laughs> Everybody, including Aunt it. Susan. <laughs> you know what? Her tits do look good in that. They dress. do. They really do. I don't. I don't blame them for including that whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. But like Sloane and Jackson are having fun and like people watching and like creating backstories for all the people and like that's kind of like that shit that Chris and I do all the fucking time. Yeah. Like at I've an actually airport. been with Abby and Chris when they've been people watching and it's actually quite fun <laughs> oh so. my gosh yeah that was at celebration, at celebration. yeah, yeah i know were... i was like i was kind of like overwhelmed and so i just like went and hang- hung out with you guys and yeah people watched but yeah, like is fun. people watching at celebration or yeah, any that... con is going to be different because you're yeah. just looking at like seas of people in yeah. cosplay which means you were yeah. like look at that palpatine Whoa! <laughs> that one has a hoverboard <laughs> he's having such a good time in the wake of the rise of skywalker trailer <laughs> yeah wow oh good times i miss those yeah. times but unfortunately we're here watching holiday all right um what are other good parts like they're bonding and like talking about like sloan talks about her shitty ex-boyfriend luke who is french luke Luke. and he has a cute little john lennon glasses yes and he left her because he cheated on her with a barista at starbucks named rainbow so she is utterly heartbroken and can never love again because of Luke. Um, what else? Oh, the dress. Oh, the dress. Okay, so she notices at one point that there's a girl who's like totally into herself and she like made sure she wore the best outfit ever and her nails look really good and her date looks super nervous. So she's like, they're getting engaged. It's a New Year's Eve engagement. And he's like, no. And she's like, yeah. And then later, she goes into the bathroom. And guess what happened to this potential fiancé? She was a dumbass and ordered red when she's wearing white (laughs) on New Year's Eve. (laughs) And so Sloane has to trade with her because she's not a terrible person deep down. In that moment. (laughs) In that moment, she trades with her. So she goes out on the floor looking like she has just had the worst period ever. (laughs) And this lady gets to look super cute with her big boobs in that dress. In the tit dress. Yeah, in the tit dress. And she gets to have the perfect New Year's Eve holiday engagement. Even though she's not in a dress that she picked out herself. Yep. 
Girl. Girl. Come on. Can't you get a uh, red wine out with white wine? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know where I heard that. Anyway, uh, we do get a fun scene of Sloan and Jackson dancing. Uh, and oh, yeah. I've had the time of my life comes on and they're like, nobody puts baby in a corner. And so they and they go- can do the lift. They do it. Perfectly. No practice. Yep. Even though in the movie, that move takes a ton of practice and they just fucking do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then they fall because Sloane's tits pop out of her dress. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sloane's tits do not... Do like, they're much less impressive than the woman whose tits she, yeah. like... Swap dresses with, so I don't know why Sloane's tits were the ones that like Everyone put that dress's at. integrity over the edge. Yeah, you know, if they had yeah. been equally titted, things would have made a lot more. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch has never had her tits pop out of a dress a day in her life. <laughs> exactly, the A exactly. cup bitch. <laughs> So that's the end of New Year's Eve, and Jackson's like, I had a really nice time. Let's make this standing holidays. So, like, every holiday, if we don't have anything else going on, we're going to get together. And Sloan is like, no, fuck you. Valentine's Day is, like, a little over a month away. Like, things can change. I can get a boyfriend. Guess what? She doesn't get a boyfriend. Um, (laughs) So it's Valentine's Day, and Sloan, her sister Abby, and her soon-to-be sister... Liv? Is that what Liz. her name is? Liz. It's Liz. Thank yeah. you. Her soon-to-be sister-in-law, Liz, and they are looking at wedding invitation for Liz and who cares little brother um, for their wedding. And Sloane is getting picked on about not being married and she leaves to go to the chocolate shop in the mall because Sloane's only coping Sloan skill is, is chocolate. chocolate. And they shame her for it incessantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I have issues with how this film deals with her candy addiction. And mm-hmm. I don't really necessarily want to go too far into it. But it makes me uncomfortable, okay? Yeah, yeah. It feels very fat shamey, And mm-hmm. I don't want to go too much into it. But yeah. no, she would not be fat shamed. Yeah. Uh, so she runs into the candy school. She runs into the candy store, and guess who's there but Luke? Luke and her hot, new, sexy, blonde, much, much younger girlfriend. Hmm. I thought they were engaged at that point. No. No, no there's boyfriend-girlfriend. Uh, yes, so Sloane starts freaking the fuck out because here is Luke with, I believe her name is Fiona or something like that, and she's pretty and young and everything that Sloan isn't apparently. Uh, and so she starts having like a fucking nervous breakdown, but guess who comes to the rescue? It's Jackson. And pretends that like, Oh yeah, we're dating and gets her out of there. And then they go into the car, one of their cars and just eat alcohol infused chocolates. Does anything else happen on Valentine's day? Like, they decide that they're going to be standing holidays. Yeah, because she realizes that it's just better just to have the standing day. And if something changes, something will change. Yeah. 
they'll deal with it yeah i think that's all for valentine's day right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so now we have saint patrick's day um this is the only holiday that makes me think that they are legitimately in chicago yeah because they showed the river yeah the green ass river yep and also they're just surrounded by a bunch of drunk chicagans and i'm like yep i buy it Chicagoans. I don't know. I don't know how you call yourself. Chicagoans. Chicagoans makes more sense. I'm no, sorry. No, it does not. Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. Don't argue with me. Okay, Albertan. <laughs> Fuck yeah, off. That's what we call ourselves. It makes sense. Albertum. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. They're at St. Patrick's Day. They drink. Uh, we start noticing that, like, Liz knows nothing about her intended, and his in- her intended knows nothing about her. So, that's unhealthy. That's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Don't think anything else happens on St. Patrick's Day. No. So, we go on to Easter. And it's at, I guess, Sloane's mom's no, house? Yeah. yeah, and like the kids are there, and there's an Easter bunny there, and the Easter bunny is Farouk. And uh, Farouk is the next-door neighbor that Sloane's mom is trying to hook her up with, and he's actually pretty good-looking, and he's like, very handsome. a fool. Mm-hmm. He's very yeah. handsome, and he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's good with kids. Mm-hmm. Hello! Right. And he's dressed up as a bunny! How fun is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Easter is when we get Jackson's tragic dating backstory um, because he had been with this girl for I don't know how long, but he thought that they were really serious and like it was a good relationship. And then one day he woke up and she was gone and she took the toaster oven. I'm going to bet that she did more with that toaster oven than he ever did. Yep. And that is why she felt entitled to it. (laughs) Even though he paid for it. Did you fucking use the toaster oven, Jackson? Right. No. If she was using it every single day for her avocado toast, it's her fucking toaster oven, bitch. <laughs> but this is also this is another case of she was probably just dating me because I was a celebrity because he's a golf a pro golfer. Oh yeah. Because nothing so sexy like <laughs> pro golfer. Pro golfer from Australia. <laughs> There is one part of that sentence that could be sexy to straight women, and it's not the pro golfer golf part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this is also where we get a lot of, like, the really, really gross misogyny that plays throughout this entire film. I mean, obviously, we get smacked in the face with it at the beginning just because of Sloane not being married, and that is all her family cares about when it comes to Mm -hmm. her life. But, like... Jackson says something along the lines of like the holidays make you women go crazy. And it's like uh, 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 Ew. 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 Like this this movie was released in 2020. Uh-huh. Like if this came I know you you initially said like 1975. I would even yeah. be more forgiving of it if it came out in 2005 really yeah no i feel like we had a little bit more brains in our skull by 2005 maybe 1995 okay 1995 
I don't know. I was 10 in 2005, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was 14. <laughs> but this is 2020. Like, this shit is unforgivable. This was going to be part of the plot. Then make it so that her family seems completely unreasonable. And, like, everybody else is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. she's fine. She's single right. and she's fine. Like, calm down. Right. But no, like, this is seemed like a, like a legitimate criticism of her life. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Right. Or, like, maybe if they were, like, from, like, Mississippi, I might be a little bit more forgiving. But if you're from fucking Chicago, no. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. It is... And also, like, if you're going to have, like, Jackson be, gro- like, grossly misogynistic like that, like, it should be part of his, in tw- in fucking 2020, it should be part of his character development to drink his respect women juice. Like, yes. are you shitting me? Yeah. He, like, maintains this shit throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Ah! He never gets better. He no! He never gets better about it. No one grows in this movie. <laughs> Maybe Aunt Aunt Susan grows in this movie, and that's it. And she deserves it. She does. Yeah. So then we get Cinco de Mayo. Why are a bunch of white people celebrating Cinco de Mayo with tequila at a bar? I mean, maybe that's accurate, but also, why is this considered an important holiday? Especially when the following holiday is Mother's Day. Yeah. But, like, they make, they, they, I don't know why, the Cinco de Mayo scene is so long. It is Mm -hmm. so unnecessarily long. And it's, like, both of them, like, realizing they're totally in lust with each other. Like, they totally want to bang, but they're trying to convince themselves otherwise. And then we get kind of, like, a, like, a dubcon kind of scene afterwards where, we're left to they wonder. may have fucked they may not have they're not yeah. sure the evidence isn't conclusive yeah that's awkward yeah i don't like that i don't like no. that one bit no um but then the next holiday is mother's day and guess what they do for mother's day she brings her holiday with her to brunch on mother's day who fucking does that who it. does that who does that abby no one. No one. No. no one else was even there. It was just the three of them. I know. If it had been like her and her siblings and their spouses, baby, but no. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. And like her, her oldest sister has a reason not to be there because she's a mother. Mm-hmm. But her younger brother. Yeah. Where the fuck is he? Where are you, buddy? Where are yeah. you? And basically the entire point of Mother's Day is for us to know that Sloane's mom does not approve of the holiday because she basically tells Jackson, you're wasting my daughter's time. And not because like, my daughter is great. You should actually date her because she's a great woman. Um, It's because like, biological clock's a ticking, buddy. So get in or get out. Either put up or shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Not up or shut up. That's basically what she tells them. And so they pretend to go have sex in the bathroom. And that's Mother's Day. (laughs) Mm. So now we're at 4th of July. And I have to complain about 4th of July really quick. 
And it's not out of the Fourth of July. (laughs) It's not outside of the realm of possibility, considering that it is not very hard to get to Indiana from Chicago. However, Mm -hmm. if they were to purchase all of the fireworks that they did, which was a lot, they -hmm. would have had to go all the way to Indiana to purchase those fireworks, drive all the way back, and then go to some random location where apparently no one can see them or hear them lighting off a shit ton of illegal fireworks. Like, a lot of fireworks. So much so that Jackson ends up blowing off his finger. (laughs) (laughs) He forgot about the fact that, like, everybody's high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when they were all carpooling, because, like, it's the entirety of Sloane's family. When they were all carpooling, all the girls were supposed to go in one van together, so it was going to be Sloane, Abby... Uh, Aunt Susan and Liz, but Aunt Susan brought her holiday, uh, and this is a brand new holiday, and he is very, very high and smoking pot. And Abby turns around, is like, "Oh my God, is that pot? Give me some!" As she's behind <laughs> the wheel, <laughs> and so they all get high except Liz is like no 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 like I don't I don't want to get high like I don't do drugs and they're like no come on like just try it and like she takes a hit off of the joint and then she's just like no doesn't affect me and then like the next scene is like her just like sticking her fingers in like a dip jar and eating it and is high as shit <laughs> same Liz same yeah but yeah, so like barely anybody at the party is sober. Um, so no one can really drive Jackson to the hospital. The only person who is genuinely sober is Abby's husband. But like he apparently has this weird thing where like he does not trust anybody but himself and his wife with their children. Um, and this is a point of contention in Abby and her husband's marriage that will come into play later. So Sloane is the one to drive Jackson to the hospital. But guess what? Sloane doesn't have a fucking license. It was taken Ooh. away because she's a shitty driver. Sloane, should he? Never. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then also they're like, like trying to find ways to like dull the pain or like get Jackson to calm down. And she's like, oh, this is Abby's car. Look in the glove compartment. And there's just this Ziploc baggie full of joints already rolled like perfectly rolled and so they start smoking in the fucking car on the way to the hospital and then they smoke pot in the hospital okay listen to me listen to me listen i'm listening okay if i catch you smoking pot (laughs) hospital (laughs) i am reaming your ass out (laughs) and the nurse is like i'm too tired to get you in trouble and i'm like no no if you're smoking pot i don't know if the patient in the next curtain over is allergic to it so you're gonna put that shit right the fuck out and you're gonna leave it alone okay i do not have time to deal with your bullshit you do not (laughs) smoke inside the hospital (laughs) smoking pot in the hospital is it's not you will get kicked out (laughs) take your edibles oh my god that's also the thing too it's like they're not in a separate room they're clearly in like 
overflow. They're just in a, like a little curtained off area. There's probably somebody next to them and they're going to fucking smoke. And you're telling me this family doesn't have edibles? <laughs> Get high all you fucking want. Just don't do it in a way that's going to affect my other fucking patients. God oh damn it. This is Emma's Logan Square. <laughs> but her issue is more legitimate. <laughs> oh, but the nurse is like, I, Abby, 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 Abby. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I love I'm, I'm. you, but I've just had a whole thing of wine, so I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, go I'll patty. Be right back. Okay, go patty. I'm a fucking tweeting while we're recording. Tweeting about the Christmas blowjob. God fucking damn it. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. With every Christmas color I'm back and I'm drunker than ever. Woo! <laughs> Were you like potty time, that gif of potty time Elmo? Like where he's like sitting no. on the potty and he's like doing a little dance? Uh, no, I wouldn't say so. Oh, that's what I do when I'm drunk and I finally go to the bathroom. I sit no, there and I'm like doing a I'm just dance. like, as soon as I stand up, I'm like, oh. <laughs> too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. basically. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, so they salvaged Jackson's finger. It can be replaced, or put back on, rather. And who else but to put on Jackson's finger but Farouk? Farouk. Our hot Farouk, the neighbor. sexy doctor. Doctor, yes. Who we don't really know what kind of doctoring he I want to say he is a hospitalist but yeah. I think that's mostly because the writers are lazy and they don't actually know what's going on no. I don't think they've ever heard of a hospitalist but <laughs> I don't think they've ever heard of a hospital know, but based well no you would you would get your <laughs> you would get your ass kicked if you were smoking pot in the hospital I have I don't know if I made myself clear about that <laughs> but I don't think you did I don't think you did <laughs> but no don't fucking smoke pot in a hospital, but also, um, don't, like, I don't know if they know that hospitalists are a thing, but I think based on all the evidence of what we know, Farouk is a hospitalist. Because mm. he does a million and one things. Yeah, they don't know, actually, they don't know. I just saw your tweet. They don't <laughs> know what uh they don't know what doctors and hospitals actually do no and so they just assume they do everything but that's yeah. mostly what a hospitalist does mm. like a renaissance man maybe yeah sure <laughs> um but like farouk and i almost called her emma because it's emma roberts um farouk and sloan like get flirty which is yeah weird because like Sloan, it's obviously not a choice to try and make Jackson jealous. Like, that doesn't come until next holiday. Um, like, she's holiday, just... Holiday. Abby, holiday. Oh, fuck me, I guess. Um, <laughs> but she is, like, genuinely flirty with Farouk, and, like, he's being flirty back, which is also very uncomfortable. So, like, that came out of nowhere. Uh, but you can totally see that Jackson is hurt and jealous because like him and Sloan have been getting much closer over their holidays. And then like also 
their stupid finger puns while they're high in the hospital. And I think like that was that was like when Jackson realized like, oh, shit, I actually have feelings for this girl. And now she's flirting with a hot doctor in front of me. Yeah, because we're not legitimate. We're not serious. Nope. Can't tell each other our feelings. (sighs) Feelings are forbidden. Toxic toxic masculinity is a prison. (sighs) Yeah. So our next holiday is on Labor Day. But here's the thing. Uh, Sloane's younger brother's wedding is on Labor Day. So there is a big conversation of, do I take my holiday as my date to the wedding? Because Jackson got his own invitation because he's been around Sloane's family for over half of the year. And so now they're all buddies. And Mm -hmm. because of miscommunication, uh, they end up taking other people. (laughs) So Sloane takes Farouk and Jackson takes Aunt Susan. Because why not? Yeah. Why not? Good yeah. for you, Aunt Susan. Yep. I'm I'm mostly just rooting for Aunt Susan yes. at this point. Aunt Susan is the only character who matters. Only character. So, like, mm-hmm. the whole purpose is, like, they're just trying to make each other jealous all night. Like, they're on the dance floor trying to make each other jealous. They're at dinner, like, sucking on everyone's fingers trying to make each other I jealous. I thought you were going to say something on everyone's dick. Sucking on everyone's dick. Sucking on everybody's dick. I'm too far gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> we still have a whole other family to talk about. I know. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, let's talk about boys to men. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So this is where the film starts to get kind of racist. And by kind of, I mean really. Yeah. But basically they're like, this woman who has grown up in America... And, like, I don't know. But her family's Mandarin, so therefore she would not know what a boys to men song means. Even though she speaks English, she would not understand the implications of the song of I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's super fucking awkward. And then, of course, Sloane and Jackson have to go in there and save the day like the White Knights they fucking are. <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> Liz would have figured it out on her own. Oh my god! It it really it plays a lot into a very very um racist stereotype that like like of like the demure naive Asian woman, um, yeah. who is marrying the smart. I don't even think Sloane's little brother is smart, but like smarter, more affluent white man. Um, and it's like marrying nothing, up. nothing, nothing about this scene feels comfortable. No, nothing. No, no, they, <sighs> I don't I, the, like the whole care. I feel bad for how Liz is portrayed because, like, her whole character is based on like she's naive as fuck and it plays into yeah. that stereotype. And like, she also has to marry this man that she doesn't really know. And then, and that's kind of like the whole joke of their relationship. I'm yeah. like, am I supposed to laugh at this? Is right. actually really uncomfortable, right? Like, is this is this and like you're it's not like they're even like in the church or anything. Like, no, they just like barely know each other and they're gonna get married. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not gonna fucking cheer this on. I'm not gonna find this hilarious. This is no. super awkward. There's no reason for this to be happening. I hate it. I hate it. <sighs> 
Um, but at one point, Sloan and Jackson start dancing together. It was like when they they became white knights. Um, they were dancing together, and then Farouk and Aunt Susan start to dance together, and they slowly start to realize that they're each other's type of kinky. Yep. So and good, good for yes. Aunt Susan. Yes. Good for Farouk. Good for Aunt Susan. You know what, Farouk? You don't fucking need Sloan's a piece of shit. Go for yeah. Aunt Susan. Yeah. Go for it. Do it. If you're on the same level sexually, fucking go for it. Yes. So that's the wedding and Labor Day. Now we're in Halloween. And we're all going out to some rando party. And Abby is excited to go because she is not going with her. She doesn't have to have be with her kids. And she doesn't have to go with her husband on Halloween. Um, No. She's going it's by herself. It's been very clear throughout this movie that Abby is in a deeply unhappy marriage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's part of her own making. Yeah. Sloan is, like, nervous, I guess, because, like, she's realized, I think she's realized at this point that she has feelings for Jackson. And because it's Halloween, all she eats is candy all day. Um, she has, like, a stomach ache, and so... We think that Abby keeps giving her um, antacids. Mm-hmm. But it turns out she's been giving her laxatives the whole fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Sloane deserves it. She does, but also as someone who had struggles with mm-hmm. like digestive issues. Uh-huh. <laughs> But before Sloane shits her pants, they run into Luke. Yep. Luke and, it and turns Fiona. Out Luke is knocked up Fiona, and they probably did it on Valentine's Day night, and that makes Sloane very distressed. Mm-hmm. She's very distressed, also has to shit her fucking pants. And um, so she and Jackson are going up to his apartment because her apartment. This place happened her apartment because this place happens to be close to Sloane's apartment and she's like take it off take it off because she's wearing a fucking corset because she's a single woman on Halloween mm-hmm. and there's a couple of hilarious moments there and they make it just in the nick of time for her to shit her fucking brains out on the toilet not in the elevator mm-hmm. thank god she is blessed mm-hmm Back at the Halloween party, though, is um, Jackson's buddy, Neil. So apparently the funny, funny haha with Neil is, one, he's just the best friend. He is the funny black best friend. Like, that's all his character is. And he goes to the Halloween party dressed up in a Black Panther suit, but not like Wakanda Black Panther, like a mascot Black Panther. And they have him just walking around going Wakanda forever in this cheapy Black Panther costume, but he's really into Sloane's sister, Abby. We'll come back to that. Yeah. So, back at Jackson and Sloane, Sloane has just shit her brains out, (laughs) and is now laying in bed, and Jackson does make tea for her, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, they have, like, a heart-to-heart conversation of she's just like, you're gonna have a great story to tell other people now when you went to Halloween with a girl who shit her pants. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Like, you're good, man. 
And like, he is genuinely very sweet to her in this moment. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a very embarrassing thing to do to shit your pants in front of another person. Especially in like front of someone who's like not a long term partner. Right. And I feel like even if it wasn't a long term partner, that's like, that's a hurdle you're going to have to get over because, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's just the human body acting like a human body. And we don't really normalize it in the relationships. And I will yeah. give this film credit for like just being like, it's a thing that happens and we're just going to let them deal with it early on. Yep. So they have their beautiful little heart to heart and then they end up having sex. And then from what it looks like, it was like nice and like tender and very vanilla. Yeah, it was sex. like it was well earned too. Yeah, like yeah. it was like this is pe- two people who were like trying really hard not to be like totally intimate with each other, but because of everything that had transpired over the course of the year, they had been. And right. so then sex kind of feels like the natural culmination. Yeah. Culmination. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I I will give the movie that like they earned their little. Their little mm-hmm. sex scene, I guess. But like, and like, as much as that, I say that, like, it's totally normal for you to just like do it with whatever. Oh yeah, like a rando that you just so. Yeah, like I'm. Whatever I wouldn't have pulled it. Yeah. But given yeah. their their characters and their relationship, this makes sense mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Um. But then I guess the next morning is a little. A little she like like wants to pretend that that never happened. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Oh, okay. And then... Then, Abby shows up. Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about this part. So, Abby shows up, banging on Sloane's door, and Sloane goes to get the door, and Abby comes in and goes, I kissed the Black Panther. So, while at the Halloween party, because she didn't have to go home with Sloane, she made out with Jackson's friend, Neil. She cheats on her husband on Halloween, and I think we're supposed to feel bad for her. No. Because she's so unhappy in her marriage. You made your bed, now live in it. Mm -hmm. He's not abusive. No. He's just a fucking nerd. He is. But that's what you married into. So you made that choice early on. Talk to him! Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. But then it gets worse because, like, Jackson gets up and, like, Abby's like, oh, oh, like, something happened here, obviously. And Sloan's like, no, no, like, we're fine. And, like, you can very much so tell that Jackson wants to, like, actually solidify their relationship at this point. Um, so they end on awkward, they, they leave on awkward terms. And then it is Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, because you had yours. Okay. Last month. We had ours before Halloween. Sloan's not 100% sure Jackson's actually going to come for Thanksgiving, given how things ended <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> Emma? <laughs> Emma? <laughs> Emphis <Sorry>. underscore Ness. <laughs> N-E-S-T. Would you like to share with the class? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little too much wine tonight. I'm sorry, folks. She's not sure if Jackson will attend Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, so that's a point of contention. They're like, where's Jackson? Do we need to put the leaf in the table? Like, if Jackson's coming, we gotta put the leaf in the table. Also, Aunt Susan has a new holiday who is just like this nice older gentleman. Who, like, He's the dad from Wonder Years. Yeah. 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 And like, Aunt Susan's totally like, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck him tonight and then I'll never see him again. But like, he just seems like mm-hmm. a good dude. And him and Sloane's mom, like, it's like love at first sight. They totally make a connection and mm-hmm. it's like that really cute, like older it love. It is actually really cute. Second love sort of thing. It's yeah. actually really adorable. Yeah. Um, But Sloane's mom accidentally burns like the majority of Thanksgiving dinner. So... Sloane has to go and try and salvage whatever she can from the grocery store. And like, as she's leaving to go, Jackson is at the door, like about to knock. Um, And so he's like, okay, like I'll take you. And then Mm -hmm. we go to the grocery store and we're fighting in the grocery grocery store. store, But I like you, but I don't think I love Love you you anymore. anymore. They get into a big argument because Jackson's basically like, I like you, you like me, you don't want to acknowledge your feelings, you're being a coward. And she's just like, this was part of the rules, like, we said no feelings, we said no sex, and now, like, we fucked up once, we're not going to do that again. Um, And Jackson calls her out on a lot of her shit of, like, you're just going to be you're just going to let yourself be miserable for the rest of your life because of one stupid French guy with John Lennon glasses. Um, and so Jackson leaves, leaves her. Yeah. He strands her at the grocery, at the grocery store. store and she likes him, but she don't know. I mean, well, I, mm-hmm. I'm too drunk for this. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go back to Sloan's mom's house. Also, it is also important to note aunt Susan's new holiday um, is a big deal because her holiday, quote unquote, holiday at Halloween was Farouk, and now all oh, of a yeah. sudden Farouk isn't coming anymore. It's random dad from Wonder Years, and yeah. they're like, "Where's Farouk?" And she's like, "I don't know, I'm like whatever." But when Sloan gets back, random dad from Wonder Years has a heart attack, <laughs> and so they have to go to the hospital, and. and- who is there to be the doctor but Farouk? Farouk. Yep. Aunt Susan and Sloan go with him to the hospital because somebody has to go and Aunt Susan makes Sloan come with her. And that's when we find out that like Aunt Susan ended things with Farouk because like she realized that she was really into him and was like falling in love with him. And she admits like she's like terrified of falling in love. And that's why she has all of her holidays. And it's like, sure. We can have that be a reason. But also I think Aunt Susan for a while was just like, that was her best life. Like that's mm-hmm. what she wanted her best life to be. Um, but Farouk comes out and is like, hey, who's here for the dude? And um, it's Aunt Susan. And they basically, she admits that she's scared, but she loves him and they she wants to be together. And they basically almost have sex in the waiting room, which I don't yeah. think you can do at a hospital either. No, I feel like that, especially if she's there as, like, the company, 
to another patient, I feel like that would violate some sort of ethics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a movie, so yeah, whatever you know. it was. But that's Sloane's awakening of, oh my god, I don't have to be afraid of love. Fancy Susan mm-hmm. can do it, so can I. Uh, so then it's finally around Christmas time of the next year, and Sloane, Liz, and Abby are at the mall, but who does Sloane Sloan see but Jackson? As they're going down the escalator, he's going up. Uh-huh. And it gave me so much anxiety. <laughs> not because... Really? Not because, like... Like, he was going up the escalator and she was going down. There is a lot of people all standing very close to each other on an escalator and there are no masks on. <laughs> oh, my God. There are several moments where I'm like, there's too many people here. Why is nobody wearing a mask? Uh-huh. Ah! <laughs> and this was obviously filmed pre-2020, probably. Or, like, yeah. maybe earlier in 2020, but pre-COVID. Yeah. So... I don't know. It just still gives me anxiety. But Sloane has to go and make this big grand declaration of love on the mall Santa stage with the gospel choir singers. Um, She interrupts a fucking performance that these people have probably worked for for fucking ages just to make her grand gesture of love. And we're supposed to find this endearing. Yeah. And like, I'm like, no, if I was in that choir, I'd be so pissed off. Mm-hmm. So pissed off. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, her declaration of love goes on for like way too long. And basically she's yeah. just like, I was an asshole. And like, I do love you. And I do want to be with you. And then Jackson does a fake out at first. But then he's like, nah, yeah, like, come on. Um, and so then it's actually Christmas, and wow, guess what? Sloane has a boyfriend for Christmas, so now we are going to treat her like any other member of the family. Um, Yay! We, all, we also assume that Abby and her husband have gotten therapy because he found out at Thanksgiving that she cheated on him. So, and they're yeah. still together. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. They're working on it. But that's it, right? Yeah, except for the fucking photo montage during the oh, fucking yeah. credits, mm-hmm. which made me fucking cringe to the innermost depths of my soul because mm-hmm. it was just okay first of all we talk about green screen and a christmas of the view that is clearly a low budget made for tv movie mm-hmm. this is a mid-budget netflix film and you couldn't fucking send these people to australia fuck you <laughs> you couldn't send them to vegas fuck you oh my god i hated this photo montage like it was like the it was like a final slap on like the giant insult that was this movie and i was like i hate you go to hell like and so like sloan and jackson are meeting a kangaroo because he's aussie Mm -hmm. and then like liz and sloan's little brother are getting matching tattoos and oh my god liz is gonna get tattoo but like Mm -hmm. also yeah go get a fucking tattoo whatever and then Farouk and Aunt Sue. Is it Aunt Sue? What? Aunt Susan is with Farouk? Farouk? Yeah. Yeah. Aunt Susan is with Farouk, and they're really happy together. And then, oh, Abby and her husband are in Vegas, so everything's okay again, even though she mm-hmm. totally cheated on him. <laughs> it's fine. And then, of course, the cutest part of it all 
Sloane's mom and Susan's old holiday are together and yeah. being really cute. Yeah. That's the only forgivable part of that photo montage. Everything else just like really hit terribly. Yep. For me. Yep. So yeah. that was the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> While I was like looking up things about the movie when I was doing these notes, um, one of the things that came up was a BuzzFeed quiz of which holiday character are you? So uh mm-hmm. we're gonna do that right here, right now to figure out what holiday character we are. So, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, to start, what's your current relationship status? Single? Single. It's, com- <laughs> it's complicated, casually dating, or married, I guess. Single. I would, I would click married, I guess. Um, what's your favorite holiday of the year? Christmas, New Christmas? Year's Eve, Halloween, or Valentine's Day? What are your Christmas Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. How Who would your... New Year's Eve their favorite favorite holiday like who does that i guess (laughs) how would your bffs describe you shy funny caring or spontaneous i would say you're spontaneous what would you i would say it's a toss-up between funny and caring for you but i would go with caring Order an alcoholic drink. Whoa. I've already done that, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Vodka soda. That would be you, Abby. Beer, red wine, or champagne. No, Do I I'd go ra- for red wine or champagne? I'd rather drink red wine, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It just so Let's happens that high noon is vodka soda. <laughs> Not huge what on is vodka. Your what Sorry. is your favorite color? Red, green, purple, or black? I'm going to go with green. Purple. I don't like that purple. It's too magenta. And magenta <laughs> isn't even a real color. Pick a top. Um, so there's a cheetah print, a buffalo plaid, a basic white cami, or a um, Christian laced. girl floral yeah. lace top. I'm going to go with the bluff buffalo check plaid. I am That's too. My style. Okay. I am too. Choose some bottoms to wear. Shorts. Abby. Abby what? is my bottom to wear. No. Nope. <laughs> 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 Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to go with yoga pants. You did not go with yoga pants last time. No, but I feel like I'm more of a yoga pants person in 2020 than I was before. What about you? <laughs> I'm definitely going to pick yoga pants, but last time you picked jeans because you're like, I don't really like yoga pants. So Emma from Emily? last week and Emma from this week are two totally different people. <laughs> okay, I'll pick, I'll pick jeans. No, no, I'll no, pick no, 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 no. Pick yoga pants. Okay. The reality <laughs> is, is that I'm super into sweatpants this year. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, add a random accessory. Lipstick, sunglasses, a fanny pack, or a purse. We are lipstick bitches. We are lipstick bitches. It's not a twenty twenty vibe, but it'll be a nineteen <laughs> sorry, a twenty nineteen vibe and a twenty twenty one vibe. Hopefully. Wink. Yeah. Yeah. Choose a gift to give. Flannel pajamas, khakis, toys, or makeup. Ah. Uh... 
I probably do makeup as like a gift. I think I would do flannel pajamas. Yeah. I've already gotten your gift. Mm. I haven't gotten yours yet. How'd you do that already? Uh, Amazon. <laughs> um, finally, choose a city to celebrate the holidays in. Chicago, Sydney, San Francisco, or Paris? Paris! <laughs> to, to her home. Ooh la la! Ooh la la! <laughs> Emma and I just got back together, y'all. We broke up because of Ella Enchanted. We got back together because of Anastasia. Yes! (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to spend my holidays in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. Who did you get? I got Abby. I got fucking Sloan. (laughs) What does your description say? Whether you're newly single or you've been solo for some time, you're learning to put yourself back out there despite having your guard up. While you may have some reservations about love, you may never know whom you might end up with. How about you? Um, you're definitely the mom in your group of friends. You always make sure your <laughs> loved ones are taken care of and don't mind lending a helping hand or an ear to listen. Aww. I don't so mind sweet. being Jessica Capshaw. I don't mind being Arizona yeah. from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. She's hot. I just don't want to be bad. that Abby. Yeah. No. Kind of so, so let's start with the best part of the best parts of this movie because we're going to it's just going to be shitting from here on out as if it wasn't before. <laughs> but what was your favorite part of this movie, Emma? When she traded her dress with that girl mm. who was <laughs> planning on getting engaged. I'm like, that's a real bro moment. Yeah. But except for girls, that was like a real like women have women's back moment like obviously you can see that this light is going to mean so much more to this woman than your own mm-hmm. just wear the wine stained dress it's fine yeah yeah that was the best part of the movie for me i'm gonna just say christian Chenoweth. oh yeah her existence christian Chenoweth's existence makes anything okay yep yep <laughs> The only bad thing is that she didn't sing. No! How much better would this movie have been if Kristen Chenoweth would have had a song and dance? Way better. I would have forgiven a little bit more, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Abby, so what? 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 What is your worst? I hate, hate all of the very casual misogyny, casual racism. Like, Holidays make girls crazy. I hate that. Oh my god. Who says that with a straight face and doesn't expect to get, like, kicked in the dick? Right. Like, really? And, like, Sloane's just like, yeah, but you guys make us this way. It's like, no, 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 no. Kick him in the nuts. And Tell him that holidays are important to you for reasons and then leave him. Never see him again. Right. Like, yeah. honestly, this movie is so outdated and it came out last month. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's not a 2020 is a long ass time joke. It is like this movie does not belong in 2020. No. How it got here, we have no idea. 
no yeah that's kind of the whole problem with yeah. me and i i'm i still would like to register my register my discomfort at the mandarin family not knowing that i'll make love to you is about sex that's really mm-hmm. no no no, so. no 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 so uh what was your unbelievable suspension of disbelief that I would like to relate to these two main mm-hmm. characters. <laughs> so there's mm-hmm. like several moments where I'm looking at Emma Roberts and I, you know that gif of her where she's like in American, I can't remember if it's Scream Queens or American Horror Story where she's like just pouting and like oh, yeah, you can Scream see Queens. her like stomping her feet. Yeah. And like anytime I see her, I just kind of see that gif. And then I look at Jack and I look at the guy who's playing him and I'm like, no, you're an asshole. There's mm-hmm. no way around this. You're an asshole. Like, I don't think that you're likable whatsoever. I don't believe that you are a good person just based on how you look, which is a terrible thing to say. Mm-hmm. But also, no. <laughs> like, yeah. you are a douchebag and your face screams douchebag. And you're expecting me to, like, right. relate to this guy? No. There there are very few likable people in this movie. And like to stop to top it all off, you have their meat cute being rude to people who are working (laughs) in retail the day after Christmas. And you're supposed to make me find them likable? No. I'm rooting for the poor retail worker in that scene. <laughs> Neither of those two people have my sympathies. They're both assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're both assholes. And it's not even like love to hate them. Like, no, they just suck. Like, these people no. suck. Like, this movie wants me to like them and relate to them. And I'm like, no. 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 I'm not a terrible human being. Yeah. I, I can do better than this in many, 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 many uh-huh. ways. When I return yeah. things at stores, I apologize profusely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, or, like, I just, like, I had to get online with customer service today, and I was just like, here's my side of the story. And then they were like, here's my side of the story. And I'm like, okay, yeah, actually, now that I look at it, that makes sense. Sorry for bothering you. <laughs> like, Imagine that. You know, like, it's just like, oh, like, you can, like, I don't know. You can not be a dick to retail employees. Go figure yeah. Like, I don't know why this is so difficult for so many people, but it is. Mm-hmm. So. Ugh. My unbelievable suspension of disbelief is that this movie takes place in Chicago. Next! <laughs> <laughs> no, and I feel like you are one of the two million people who feel this way. <laughs> Well, and there is literally care. there is an article out there called "Why Does Netflix Hate Chicago?" <laughs> so, because of this movie. So, uh, Emma, is this movie sincere? I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, there's not a bad performance. Like everybody showed up and did their job and did it like they actually gave a shit. So right. I will say this movie is sincere. Yeah. That's kind of how we like rate sincerity is like, did they look like they want to be there? Are they phoning it in? Like, are they actually trying? And like all of the actors in this movie genuinely put their best foot forward and try and give 
the best performance they can under very shitty writing um, and mm-hmm. possibly shitty direction. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I would say yeah. it's sincere in that, like, it didn't look like anybody was miserable to be there. Yeah. But does it have Christmas magic, Emma? Absolutely not. I was no. bamboozled. <laughs> I was lied to. I was betrayed. I should have paid. I should have paid more attention to the date that Netflix decided to drop this because this is not a fucking Christmas movie. Mm-mm. It's a bad rom com yeah. that happens to be centered around holidays, like Christmas. Like there's like other movies where like Christmas is incidental to the plot, but it's still a Christmas movie. This isn't a fucking Christmas movie. No. And I'm really mad at Netflix. There was no Christmas magic in this movie whatsoever. No. So, and, like, maybe it's the grand gesture at the end hadn't been so, like, oh, I'm going to interrupt this choir performance that you worked your ass off for weeks to perform. (laughs) You know, maybe I'd be on a different level with it. Or, like, maybe if we'd actually seen that first Christmas with them as a couple, maybe I'd be more on board with it. But no. Yeah. You just went right into the fucking photo montage, that shitty-ass photo montage. Yeah. And no, this is no Christmas magic. Don't watch this fucking movie in the middle of the no. holiday season. Save no. yourself. Maybe like watch it right before Halloween. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, I mean. How about you? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I like like I said, like when I was watching it in the beginning of the movie, like I was texting Emma and like, I really enjoy this so far. Also, like we love kind of a, 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 it's kind of like a spin on fake dating, but like we love fake dating. And yeah, it was like, Oh, great dating. This sounds great. Right. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It was not great. Um, Because they're both shitty people. They're terrible. They're terrible. There is, Maybe three total, four total likable characters in this movie. It is Aunt Susan. Uh, okay, five. Aunt Susan. Okay. Um, Farouk. Mm-hmm. Aunt Susan's Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. Um, Abby's husband. Yeah. I mean, like he's annoying, but at least he's not a douchebag. Yeah, fair enough. Which is setting the bar low. Um, and then sometimes Liz. Because, I mean, like, Liz is just a yeah. victim of bad writing. Like, her yeah. character is a genuinely Liz, good person, I, though. I'm, like, genuinely for. Yeah. Versus everybody else. In the yeah. Like, I hate them all. They're awful yeah. people. Yeah. 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 I give Jackson and Sloane, like, two years tops before they break up. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not a relationship that is going to last. No. That is... No. That's... I feel like they're the relationship that they have before they find the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to teach them It's like the really relationship want. where they kind of, like, revel in all their toxicity, and then they're like, wow, that's fucked up. I better mm-hmm. work on that. And then they find the one they're actually with, which may not be for another couple of years, and that's fine! Yep. So... So, are we uh, raising a glass in rosé tear or drowning our sorrows in Christmas beer? We're having a lot of beer to get through this one. I don't even want to disrespect beer in that way, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, I cannot give this a glass of rosé cheer. Like I said, no. I felt completely misled by the marketing movie. It was bamboozled. Yeah, and I just, and I don't find, I'm not rooting for any of the main characters, and that's a real feeling on the writer's part. And, like, it's not even, like, they're, but, like, it's okay if they're, like, intended, like, if they're intent, if your protagonist is intended to be rooted against, it's fine. That Mm -hmm. was not the pro, that was not the intention. No, God, no. No, they wanted us to like these people. Yeah, and I don't like these people at all. I kind of just want them to just be wolf for the rest of their lives. Yep. Yeah. So fuck this movie. We are so sorry for making some of y'all watch this. Yeah. Um, like, I know some folks just listen to the pod without actually watching the movie. So good for you if you didn't actually you watch Holiday. You saved yourself a solid amount of time. Mm-hmm. I apologize to Danny <laughs> in particular because they are Danny, our number one God fan. Bless their soul had to sit through two As... terrible movies. <laughs> yeah, just well, Christmas to get this of the year wasn't terrible. It just wasn't, but it good. wasn't anything remarkable. No, I'll forget about it. Yeah, but I will always hate Holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sad that we had to talk about this movie twice. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. I had to relive this movie two times. Yeah. And I'm not happy about it. And I hate it even more now than I did a yep. week ago. Yep. So if my if my energy feels a little low, it's because I hate this movie. And yeah. I'm upset that I had to talk about it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you. I love you too. Aww. Where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Emphasness. It's E-M-F-I-S underscore N-E-S-T. Um, we are also uploading this uh, podcast onto the Sapphic Skywalkers. So you can find us on Twitter at Sapphic Skywalk. Yeah. Abby, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Abby M. Cecilia. We also upload this pod to the Lousy Beautiful Town feed, which is the other podcast that I am on. Uh, and you can find that pod at LBT pod on Twitter. Um, our Twitter is at Rose till Xmas day. Our Gmail is Rose till Xmas day at gmail.com. I meant to say email, but whatever at gmail.com. Um, since we are, since we upload like, um, our, our pod onto other podcast feeds, like we don't have our own feed. It's kind of hard to like leave a review. Um, but if you would like to tell us how much you love us, because we uh, are like Tinkerbell and need applause to live, you can always send us an email or like if you wanted to put it. You can leave, you can send us an email or tweet it at us or DM us and we'll read it on the show if it's nice. Um, or if it's mean, I'll read it and be like, fuck, fight me. So. <laughs> um. So yeah, our, uh, since it gets uploaded to two different feeds, it's pretty much available wherever you want to listen to a podcast. And with that, may your days be merry and bright. May all your Christmases may not have any shitty white boys. Good night. <laughs>
random blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs>